Hey, Kate, are you ready to get into some good trouble? Hell yes, Mary. I'm ready for some good trouble. You're listening to Good Trouble NYC. Hi, Mary. Hello, Caitlin. Hi, Mary. <laughs> wow, it's just five days later, and I literally came straight to your apartment from the airport. You did. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. I am feeling refreshed, renewed, needed those few days off. Have a little bit of a tan, if you can believe that. No, it's a it's a burn. You're not fooling anybody. Um, Sorry to let you know. Um, well, if I just whipped my tits out right now, you would see that it is a bit of a tan line. But I'm not going to do that right now. Okay, I want to see. Eventually. Okay, I'll after see. we record, and also I have a little bit more freckles. So yeah, you can say that Miami treated me well. Yeah, your beautiful beauty marks. Thank you, thank you. A lot happened in these five days, and that was a long time to be in Miami. But, oh, there's just so much I need to tell you. Are you, re- are you ready for this? Are you ready for the okay. recap? Are I you guys I'm ready settled. for the recap? I think I'm ready. Okay, we're done fiddling with the wires? They're stressing me out, but yeah, we're done fiddling with the wires. Okay, okay. For the most part, it wasn't a crazy weekend, which I appreciate. But, you know, the first night we went to the beach, had dinner. It was lovely. Michaela joined us the second day. Hell yes. We chartered a boat. Oh, you bitches fancy. We are. We got a captain, right? We got a captain. Okay. We went to, uh, we didn't go to Star Island, but like we passed by the island where all the stars live. And that's what they call it. They literally call it Star Island. That's actually (laughs) cringy as fuck. Yeah, we passed by Star Island. We went to this little island where people could just dock their boats. There was a swing. We had a photo shoot. I went with Michaela to pee in the woods because for some reason she wouldn't go in the water. Everyone has their preferences. It's all good. And then we had dinner at the Versace Mansion. Oh, so Erin went to the Versace Mansion. Okay. She ended up in somebody's room taking photo, like a full, full photo shoot with this old couple, her lying all over the bed. That was Erin's good trouble was when she went just to Miami. Her and the old couple. Please tell me and she had friends with her. No, one girl, Nicole. Okay, okay, that's acceptable. <laughs> yep, I have to. That's the only reason why I will go to Miami because I just need to witness the Versace mansion. Okay, the once. Versace mansion was beautiful. It, it had the possibility to get a little gimmicky, but like, okay, that's how I picture it to be gimmicky. But no, the food was amazing. The best okay. espresso martini I have ever had. Mm. I had scallops with black truffle. Ooh, I fuck had me with truffle. A fabulous dirty martini. And you know, it's really hit or miss whenever it comes to charcuterie boards at restaurants. They like can only give you a tiny bit of cheese or a tiny bit of meat, or at least that's the experience in New York. Nah, this one was stacked. They balled out. Ooh, they really balled out and it made it worth a $30 price tag. Like that cheese board was top tier. Okay, cool. So perfect. That was a lovely dinner. Afterward, we went and found a speakeasy called Bodega. Oh, that's like some New York shit right oh, there. Oh, yeah. I really like this place. It was kind of dead for a Friday night, but it's through a taco shop. So you kind of go through this weird bathroom with that a bunch feels of... very Miami through a taco shop. Oh, yeah. We went through a bathroom that had just like three urinals on the wall. Were people actually using those urinals? No, no, no. Oh, okay, it wasn't a functioning okay. bathroom. But then we were in this big space. I think that it can get into club vibes, but it just wasn't like that at 9 p.m. on a Friday night yet. So we had a margarita, a shot, and then we were like, okay, let's go dancing. And this is one place that I really, really wanted to try. It's called Ball and Chain. It has been around since 1937. It is a Latin live music salsa dancing bar. Oh, hell yes. Okay, I'm in. It was amazing. There was... 
so many different types of people there, young and old. The music was amazing. There was a full like eight person band. Everyone was salsaing around. There were just couples all over the place. And the vibes were just so, so great. And uh, I ended up dancing with someone. A little old man who didn't speak any English. But okay, that's okay. He was great. We salsa it, and I—I'm a good dancer. I grew <laughs> up dancing, like 15 years under my belt of anything. Not- I think we're great professional dancers, but when I think it comes down to actually on the dance floor, I don't know if we're that good. Okay, I just need to whip out my tap shoes to like prove it to you. Okay. I but know like- you're good at tap dancing. But I've never tap danced for you in person, so I'll make that happen. And plus, you live on the ground floor. Like I could totally tap, you and like totally no tap one would on get these mad. Floors, no. But. I lack whenever it comes to ballroom dancing. I didn't have the proper training for that. So this old man, he had to have been like, his skin was leather. He had to have been like 70 or 80. Yeah, living really. in Miami, his skin's definitely leather. And he did not speak English. That's fine. And he just kept saying, Escucha la musica, escucha la musica. Well, every time I would get off What beat, the fuck does that mean? Listen to the music. Oh, Listen to oh, the music. And I was like, I'm trying. So we danced there for a little bit. And then we tried to go to another bar that was supposed to have like an early 2000s dance party, but it was also spring break time. And by the time oh, we got there, Jesus. there were too many youngins. Yeah, no, 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 no. We were just like, let's call it a night at midnight because okay, that, we had a fine. busy day the next day. So the next day I went to probably one of the best restaurants I have ever been to. We say this every fucking episode. What up? Where did you go? It's called Mandolin. It's an Aegean bistro. So many a people. what bistro? Like Mediterranean food. Thank you. Yeah. I'm Mediterranean. Aegean, uh, the Aegean Sea is a sea in the Mediterranean. How are you pronouncing that? Aegean. A-E-G-E-A-N. Aegean. Aegean. I swear I'm correct. I thought it was the Aegean Sea. I, I don't know. You swear you're correct. No, I'm pretty fucking sure I'm correct. Anyways. I was worried that you were going to say the Aegean. No, like, no. Okay, continue. Okay, anyway, it was so good. Our friend Maeve recommended it. She said that it's literally her favorite restaurant in the whole world. Her boyfriend took her for her birthday. Okay. Um, also, I met up with one of my old coworkers from Real Simple. Oh, I saw you. Yeah. Which was so nice. I hadn't seen her in three years. So that was a nice little reunion. And then... We kind of took it easy for the rest of the day. That's we, fine. We went to the beach because we were preparing to go to Live, which is like one of the biggest clubs in Miami. What is Live? What one type of, the, of club? Latin? No, like EDM dance party, like any Who'd you stereotypical see club in New York. Steve Aoki. Oh, that's that's lit. That's yes. fucking great. Yes. So we were so ready. Michaela was playing a little hardball. She wasn't sure if she was going to come because. Oh, come on, Cal. Oh, I know because we did have to pay $100 to go. Okay, so you had to like have a good, get a ticket to go in. Yes, but with that ticket, we got an hour open bar beforehand, got transported to the club in a party bus. Fun. Got expedited entry into the club. We were actually the first ones there. Okay, that seems worth it. Then you know, also don't have to pay for an Uber. Exactly. Okay. So we go in. We had our own table, too. It was Ooh. so much fun. I have not been clubbing in like a long time, and this is how you do clubbing right. Okay, we had bottle service, all of that. And I really liked the people that we were seated with. But we also wanted to get a little bit of action, like down on the dance floor, hang out with some guys, you know, just do dirty dancing. Good trouble. Good trouble, yes. So the way that it's set up, there's like three levels to this place. And we were on the second level. So we saw a little countertop 
And so Michaela and I zoop away from everyone and go climb on this countertop. Okay. And we were fine. The rest of our friends trying to join us, but they like got kicked out of that area. <laughs> they were okay. like, no, you can't come down here. Whatever. But after that, the night starts to get a little fuzzy. I don't know what all happened. Well, that sounds like too many shots. Happened. I didn't even really take shots, but there is one thing that happened. Okay. What are you looking at? What the fuck? Are you joking? Wait, go to the park. You couldn't put that any louder? Thank you. There we go. I love how you have this fucking plan. Fuck oh, yeah. you, Mary. Oh, yeah. I finally... It was the first time that I had sex post-breakup. And man, that's like the last freeing thing that you need to be like, bye, boy. You do. Well, I'm proud of you. Kudos, Thank you. Thank you. It was great. The guy was hot. And you know what? It's really difficult. Whenever you have a one-night stand, nine times out of ten, it's just going to be meh. This was not not the case. That's great. It was great. Um, I got the guy's number. He's coming to New York in a few weeks. I said, okay, good. So you're coming over then too. Love it. Um, We're making plans for the future. Oh yeah. And I was, mind you, I was very drunk and like, I'm just a spitfire always, but you really don't know what the fuck's going to come out of my mouth. That's accurate. Whenever I'm drunk. You have no fucking idea what's going out of your mouth. So uh, we followed each other on Instagram and I said, (laughs) bet I'm the first Instagram verified person you fucked. Shut the fuck (laughs) up. Up, Mary, you did not say that. Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, did he yeah. answer? He was like, Yeah, actually. <laughs> I need a creep on his Insta, too. You he doesn't have me. any photos. That's what the does thing. he have up? Nothing, nothing. He has some tagged photos, but huh, whatever. Okay. It was great. I can't believe you fucking said that. I kind of feel like I gave him a little bit of an ego, though, because it was so good. And I was like, Usually it's not good on a one night stand, but like, props to you. And I like gave him a fist bump. You know? That sounds like a Maeve fucking thing. Yeah. Maeve used to high five men. Yeah. Are you going to bring back like the, you going to do fist bumps from now on? Maybe I will. Do it. You know, but realistically, that was the first one night stand I've had in three years. And uh, I think about the last time I had a one night stand and I literally got up and left in the middle of it because this dude did not know what he was doing. He was, he just tried to stick it in me and he can't do that. No. That just, it doesn't work like that. And he got so offended and I was like, listen, you don't know what you're doing. I'm leaving good as you should so this was a complete 180 i deserved it the other one of my other friends on the trip the only other one who was single she went home with somebody and had to hop the fence to get back home in the morning good trouble proud of good trouble so here's where things start to get a little because i'm surprised that i had enough energy to get keep moving throughout the day why what was the next day okay next day was today right the next day was yesterday okay so this was sunday morning It is 8 a.m. The girls are texting me, where are you? Where are you? We have a workout class that we need to get to. (laughs) Who the fuck does a workout on vacation? It's our favorite workout class. 305. 305. So good. And so I come home with five minutes to spare before we have to leave to make it to this class. I change. I like wipe myself up, whatever, get in the car and we go to this workout class. It's outside in 90 degree weather and we are twerking our asses off. We all made it. It was great. I didn't sweat. I didn't sweat at all. Everyone else was dripping and I looked down at my body and I'm just dry. I don't know if that means that I was just so dehydrated. dehydrated. Yeah. 
But I was up and dancing and like my Fitbit was telling me that it was, my heart rate was bumping. Hmm. So like it was a great workout, but I didn't get sober for six more hours. That sounds like Miami. But I didn't drink anything else. Doesn't matter. You're hot. You're not drinking enough water. You're not sleeping well. You probably didn't sleep. So No, I I also checked my Fitbit and I had two hours of sleep from the night before. Um, But then we went and laid on the beach the rest of the day. And that is why I'm burned because I was still in my makeup from the night before and didn't put sunscreen on over top of my makeup. Yeah. But I should be much more burnt considering that. Yeah, considering you actually don't look bad because for being in Miami heat. I lo- I was under the umbrella for the entire of day. Of course you were. And then last night I went to bed at 8 p.m. Cute. Mm-hmm. That's okay. So, totally fine. Today we were a little bit more wholesome. We went to the Dior Cafe, paid $17 for a latte. Are you high? <laughs> oh my I God. Wish. That's some tourist shit, man. It was. And you know, I don't drink coffee, so I don't know if it was good or not. I think the girl said it was good, but. not No coffee is good for $17. My flight was delayed, but I came right here because that, I just needed to share all of that. And that was, I feel refreshed mentally, emotionally, spiritually, sexually. You're I'm ready to trouble. take on the week. You're good trouble of the week. Yeah. Okay, so I have to have a little recap. Yeah, because you had an interesting weekend yourself. I did. My girl date with my ex's friend's ex, we went to Ferns. Yes. Had a great time. Got a few apps, got a few drinks. We did discuss some, not even tea, but things in our relationships. And we found that we have a lot of similarities of, you know, being New York women and kind of being free and I don't even know how to describe it but she just being like very independent and we found that the men we were with wanted women that weren't really independent no no yeah so I was able she asked me some questions I was able to enlighten her that there might have been some overlap with other women and her and her past relationship which was new news to her which was hard to tell her, yeah. honestly. I was like conflicted. No one wants to hear that they've been cheating on. But no, like- and I was conflicted to tell her too and be like, you know, it's been a little bit since they broke up. But my idea was, you know, in that moment of whenever she was going through the breakup and she's seeing certain things happening and if, if her gut is telling her something's wrong and, you know, he might be reassuring her that nothing is, but no, her her gut ended up being right. It was just a reinforcement that you always need to listen to your gut because yeah. it's correct. Yeah, and she said to like, you know, my my gut told me things were wrong and, you know, he said X, Y, and Z that they were fine when I was getting a whole different story from my boyfriend at the time about their relationship and I witnessed things and I wasn't close with her at the time that, and I also didn't know the full story because mm-hmm. we were doing distance. I wasn't seeing this group of friends and their interactions enough to really know. So me and her sat down, spilt everything that we needed to. Me and her are going to go to P-Volve in a few weeks. Oh, love that. Yes. Um, and I said to her at the end, like, I really didn't want to hurt your inner peace. That's not what I came to do today. I came because I really think we click and I think we can be great friends. And we've gone through similar situations with men in the same group that have the same ideas and morals clearly and we are very different than that and in the end it's just a good thing that you were able to come out of it yeah we could laugh about it good, is what we'll say good luck to you know i'm not i don't even say good luck there is someone out there for everyone and yeah. it's just like they need someone that's going to 
align with their values and I guess agree with all of their opinions, which I mean, there's women out there that'll do that, but that's just <laughs> not you fucking should, us. Not you. Not no, you at no, all. No. So me and her, Allie, will have some good trouble in the future. We're going to go to Pivolv soon. We'll have a few dates. Yes. So, yeah. So I'm really excited. She's definitely a new friend in the city that I'll see more. So that was my girl date number one. My girl date number two was me and Allie went to Jersey mm-hmm. in my car. And we've all heard enough about this fucking car, the Solara. We are in the Lincoln Tunnel, and I say to Allie, I'm like, something doesn't feel right. It's driving funky. Something just feels off. And I look, and I'm looking at the thermometer of the engine, and it's supposed to be in the middle between cold and hot, and it's just slowly creeping more and more to hot. And I'm like, all right, it's fine. It's fine. It's going to go back down. There's a thing that tells you the temperature of your engine. Mm -hmm. It's in the top right hand corner. And then all of a sudden it's in like the fire red section and then exceeds the fire red section. And I'm like, Allie, something's wrong. Something's wrong. And then it plummets to cold. So does your car just like stall out? It didn't stall out. But so all of a sudden, like we had the heat on, the heat starts pushing cold air, like pushing cold air out of the vents. Okay. So something to do, the engine overheated. We pulled over on the New Jersey Turnpike, turn it off. We're at like a rest stop. I try to turn it back on, won't turn back on, call AAA. They can't tow me because we're on government property and they have some sort of agreement. I need a New Jersey contract tow truck to tow me off of New Jersey government property. So they we have to wait in a Starbucks. We then get towed to a Walmart. They then say, all right, we can tow it. It's now like 2.30. My garage here in the city closes at 3.30. And they're like, we can't. If you're not here by, by 3.30 and we're still waiting, it's going to take us an hour back to get in the city. So I had to sit in a lot for two days in New Jersey. Just got towed back to New York today. It was funny. I told Block Dad that it was coming back to New York today. And he like sent me a pic and was like, car is on Stanton and Clinton, like on the tow truck. And I was like, Block Dad, you have eyes everywhere. Thank you. So they called me. They're like, what do you want us to do? I'm like, look at it. Give me an estimate. Because right now I'm calling junkyards to buy it off me. Oh, my God. They're only offering me like $500 because it doesn't start. So if I can like spend $200 to get it to start and then sell it for a grand, I will. I'm still going to sell it to a junkyard. This car is dead. I'm not spending thousands of dollars to fix it. I'm very impressed with how long it did last. Like that know, thing is like all, a cat. It had it like is. nine lives. I know. I kept saying it's it's dead. It's gone. And it kept, it kept just sticking around. So yeah. So this time it's really not sticking around because I'm going to have to spend like if I wanted to be reliable, I'll have to spend like four to $5,000. So how long until you get a new car though, actually? So you know me. Plans for summer are TBD. Every summer I somehow find a reason not to be in New York City because mm-hmm. I'm like, I just want to be on Cape Cod. So if that's the reality that, I need to, that I'm need, that i going to be on Cape all summer, I'm going to need a car. Yeah, you are. Um, I've already been sending like my mom and Allie cute pictures of like two-door. Like I know you want a Jeep. I'm getting a Jeep. I'm okay. impractical. I will never be practical. As long as there's like some sort of top-off feature. Yes, exactly. Okay, good. I don't, there's no convertibles on the market that I, because I'm buying a used car. Like yeah, I'm yeah. balling on a budget. Like yeah. this is not a brand new car. So if if Toyota made a newer Solara, I would totally buy. Just not the case. Yeah. 
there's like no good options of convertibles that I want. So if I'm already gonna make an impractical purchase, let's just make a really drastic impractical purchase and let's buy the yellow. It's a light yellow. Ooh. It's called Dune Crest yellow. Oh, I love that. It's very cute. But yeah, so that's gonna be the plan. I'm actually, me and Allie are going back to Boston for Easter like we usually do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's gonna be the weekend I would like to look at cars, buy a car and drive a car back. Oh, yes. Make it happen. Yeah. Like I'm making like I want a car now. You know, speaking of impractical decisions, I think that you just need to explain to everyone how the fuck you have a car in New York. Okay. Yeah. So I have had a car in New York City for probably two years now. Since you lived here. Yeah. 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 So going on three years. Last year, I brought it back for the winter for like three months because I didn't want to deal with the snow. It hasn't snowed this year. So I never brought it back. There is street cleaning one to two times a week, depends on the week. I also have this Cuban man in my neighborhood, Block Dad. Block Daddy. Block Daddy, baby. Me and him became friends first off because of my dog. And then when I started parking on the street, he has four cars on the street. Owns four cars? Four cars on the street. They're also nice. It's also a Ford F-150, a brand new Mitsubishi. He actually just traded in got a new one i just texted him this morning being like is that a new one he's like yeah what does block dad do for a living his daughter says he's the block dad mafia (laughs) so he says he owns warehouses down in miami actually okay other than that i literally have no idea what he doesn't do anything now he's a young hot wife he met her on a cruise ship she was a massage therapist Oh, he's living his life. He's living his life. And then he also owns the new electric Mustang SUV. So he owns all these white cars, parks them all in the street. He finagles them. So when I'm out of town or when I'm like driving in and out of town and I want to spot on the street, I just text him and he somehow moves all these different cars, not even his cars, other people's cars in the block to get me a spot. That's nice. So you don't have to pay for a parking thing. No, I don't pay for parking. It's unlike Boston too, where like I don't need to register my car and get a parking permit. You don't need a parking permit here. So you just you just park. Like I have mass plates still. Wow. Yeah. Um, but so I've been finagling that. It is a bitch. It is impractical. I probably only use the car every three weeks, but it's a weird security thing I have. I wow. like being able to flee if I need to. I don't know what trauma that's saying about myself, but I like to get in the car and pack up and get the fuck out if I need. So. Sometimes you got to do too, do that too. Like we all love New York, but one of the simple pleasures of being here is also getting the fuck out every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. Just take this for example. I got back from Miami today and I'm leaving again on Friday to go yeah. for a ski trip. So exactly. So being without a car will be nice for a few weeks just because I don't have to deal with parking. Mm-hmm. And I also have a wonky schedule right now that I make my hours. So like parking is easier for me if I have to park or move or whatnot. But no, I I need another car. And yeah. I also, if I get a Jeep, hear me out. Not if. When. No, when yeah. I get a Jeep, the tire cover will be good trouble. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. We're going to get stickers and get all that shit. We need to do it. Do stickers. It We're going to get uh, coasters, mm-hmm. posters. We're going to post up. You won't be able to shit. walk around New York without seeing some good trouble. No, we'll be splattered everywhere. And I don't know if this is good, some, good trouble or some bad trouble, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Don't fuck your coworkers. <laughs> hey, don't fuck your coworkers. <laughs> So my messy situation that I talked about last week was a coworker, and it and came to a head. It came to a head. Multiple people are upset. Of course, I'm pissed. 
a lot of people are pissed. But the beauty of it is you pretty much came out unscathed. Yeah? What do you mean? Like, you don't have to worry about anything. Like, he's the one that's getting in trouble oh, yeah, for some no shit. No one's pissed at me. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in somewhat of authority position and yeah, I'm in no fault here. He said to me, he's like, oh, I'm not mad at you. No shit. Why the fuck would you be mad at me? Mm-mm. No, this is your own fault. You got into this bad trouble. I'm not taking accountability for your bad trouble. Man, men will always resort to like some sort of gaslighting whenever yeah. they can't take responsibility for their actions. Yeah, not my problem. And you know, like, I really haven't experienced anyone that has ever been gaslighting, but whenever I hear my friends talk about gaslighting, it's always the men doing it. Why? I don't know. I know women that do get, like I've definitely witnessed some friends, male friends and relationships that with the women do gaslight. And I don't know if it's that I talk more to women about the relationships that I hear them being gaslighted. I've definitely experienced it in past relationships yeah, it's also this thing as a child and even like a preteen, early teenager, I never heard of gaslighting, I think until like college. Yeah, it wasn't a term that was very well talked about, but I'm glad that there is like a term for it now. And looking back, oh, I was totally gaslighted by my parents in like some situations where they were like yelling at me or something. Yeah. And like this can turn into a whole conversation of like parenting styles, but I've since recognized what what gaslighting is and as try and I've tried to talk to my parents and being like this is not okay for you to say you need to take a step back and realize like there's a different way to communicate that isn't hurtful to everyone definitely it's even actually funny too because recently I think today I was sitting at work and somebody was sitting next to me and we're joking around having good fun and he was like ha 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 we're all laughing ha 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 you bitch and I was like you don't talk to me like that I had someone recently to raise their voice at me and I immediately was like, um, you don't raise your voice at me. You do not disrespect me like that. You can just shut the fuck up. I actually did just then, I then used profanity, but I was like, you do not yell at me because now I will yell at you. I'm so glad you do that. And like, especially whenever it comes to gaslighting, it is kind of hard to do that, but that's the only thing that shuts the gaslighters up because they don't expect someone to come back around and like, challenge them at it because it's such a psychological thing thing. that's the whole thing with gaslighting too when someone is so manipulative and is gaslighting the other person that's on the receiving end of it if you're already in a what's the word tumultuous tumultuous thank you a tumultuous relationship situationship whatever you're in you're going to start to question your sanity your voice question every single move to either try to avoid it you're going to psychoanalyze yourself to be like how did this argument just happen how did it just escalate so quickly that we're ending up here now that I'm reflecting and I'm feeling so bad and I'm feeling like I did something wrong and you're having this energy come to you of like you did this you 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 Mm -hmm. when that's not actually the case at all and we've talked about this before and honestly it is such a simple fix that if we could all take we all just kind of need like an emotional intelligence class. And I wish that that was something that they taught in high school or just like middle school, anything. I don't know if the US will ever get to that point. I think even college, you don't need to be a psychology major to be taking some of these classes about the human psyche. No, it's something that we all in the day to day use. (laughs) Yeah, we do communicate. But it's so hard to like 
figure out how to communicate too. So I think that's actually one of the great things that has come of social media because we have better free access to people. Is it Therapy Joe for one? Do you know that guy on TikTok? Jeff. Therapy Jeff. Jeff. Explaining have like you what gaslighting is. I haven't. No. Dude. Okay, that's on my list. But like him, for example, we now have have these free tools at our hands. Millions of people do. So now we're learning how to adequately address it, how to de-escalate the situation, how to figure out that what's going on in our head and what's being said to us isn't actually the case, so that we're all leading to a better generation of communicators all around. He actually just posted something today and it made me a little sentimental. And it was like, you know, things that you can't get over in a relationship and it was like number one sometimes love is not enough Mm -hmm. and that is something that my therapist would tell me and something my ex's therapist would tell him being like sometimes love's just not enough and also in his videos which this is just fucking funny how to figure out if a relationship will work is to go camping everything relates have you heard him talk about it he goes on tangents being like no you want to know if you work with your partner Go camping. Go out in the woods with no phone, no civilization. You have to cook. You're in tight quarters of a tent getting really personal about pissing in the woods. I You smell. I don't like camping camping to begin with, so I don't care who I go with. That's always going to be a bad situation. Can we change that to just like a vacation? Like I think that it could be beneficial for couples to go on vacation very early on in the relationship. And that's it's but not I the exact vacations thing. Are, no, no, it's very different. Vacations, you're being pampered. You get all the food, all the technology. You're looking good. You have Western Unless bathrooms. Unless you're in the middle of nowhere with no service. You don't have to be in the woods camping to not have service. Where the fuck are you going on vacation? I've never gone on vacation that I don't have service unless it's a camping situation. I don't know. Go to an island in the middle of the woods. I really didn't have great service in Miami. Did you say go to, the, uh, go to an island in the middle of the woods? You need a nap. You just need to go to bed from this Miami trip. I did get nine hours of sleep. 10, 11, no, 10 hours of sleep last night. Okay. My mind is pretty in a sound place. I kind of feel enlightened, if you would say so. All right, good. But yeah, okay. In my past relationship, we actually went on vacation very early on. And we said this afterward. We were like, we know that this is either going to make or break the relationship. How many months in? Four. Yeah, I went, I went down to the Caribbean after two and a half very early on. Yeah. And like, I love it. It's still I'm part of the honeymoon no, phase. Yeah. I'm not going to say no to a trip. No. Um, speaking of trips, you're going skiing next weekend. I'm going away next weekend. Yeah. We're like swapping. Oh, we're like struggling to schedule like usual. But something that I saw in New York City this past weekend was the weather was gorgeous. We're so close to spring. And the energy that just shifts in New York. When springtime comes, the city truly blossoms. Blossoms. People are out. You see people's dogs. People are actually smiling. We are one week away from a 7 p.m. sunset. And it's like with that later time of the sun setting, all of that seasonal depression is melting away I don't with think it. it's going to snow this year. I don't think so either, but I'm not you mad about it. No, I'm not mad about it. Dennis hates the snow, so I'm not going to question that shit. But there's definitely, like today when I was walking through the East Village, through NoHo, I could clearly see the shift. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite springtime activity? Mine is just going to Central Park and sitting in Sheep's Meadow, basking in the sun, having a little picnic with friends. There's truly nothing that compares to it. I like walking down to the East River, hopping on the ferry down to Fidei, walking around Fidei, Seaport, going to a couple like really cute outdoor bars like on the cobblestone, and then just like either taking the 
ferry back up to the East River stop that I'm at. Or I like to go over to Dumbo, hang out at the park for a bit, look at the beautiful view of Manhattan, and then come directly across again. I'm such like a summer hoe. But I will say that like springtime in New York, it may be the best season. It may be. I agree because it's not smelly. Mm -hmm. There's still people here because people flee in the summer. Yeah. People flee. I'm one of them. I can't talk. I like to stay in the city for at least half of the weekends in the summer. Yeah. You're good. You're better about it. Yeah. Springtime, like you said, it's not hot, like too hot. It's not smelly. You can go on a nice walk without sweating through your clothes. There's a lighter air and every all the trees in bloom too. Like it's not just a concrete jungle, honey. There are parks. You just got to find them. Yeah. No, there's plenty of parks you can go to. There's actually one of our friends went to a golden retriever meetup at Washington Square this past weekend. That was weekend. a Washington Square park? Yeah. It yeah. was so cute. So cute. Have you done a Cavalier meetup? No, I haven't. Oh I my really God, you need, need to. to. I do. He's getting a haircut tomorrow. He's going to look so dapper. Oh, Denny boy. He's going to get all the ladies hitting on him. I'm sending out his holiday card for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, wait, this is <laughs> this is a funny question. Do you, ever, do you think Dennis is a ladies' man or do you think that Dennis is gay? He's gay, for sure. <laughs> thousand percent. Don't have to... I wasn't hesitant on that one. Thousand percent. <laughs> How can you tell? I think his mannerisms come off a little more feminine. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's just metro. Maybe he is. But he does have a best friend, Rio. Me and Rio's parent, Lon, think they are lovers, gay lovers. We don't think they're best friends. We Sometimes we call them brothers, but then that's weird. So we think they're just lovers. No, Dennis is definitely has a thing for other young strapping lads at the dog park. I think he just loves balls. Not not dog balls, but like, yes, dog, tennis balls. <laughs> Obsessed with tennis balls. Obsessed all the time, all day, every day. They're hidden all around my apartment. Whenever he comes over to my apartment, <laughs> Michaela keeps a tennis ball in her room to like massage her foot and he will go directly he into her room. He sniffs that shit out. He, I guess tennis balls have a specific sniff I smell. Can, I know they smell different. What do they smell like? Like that plastic scent. You've never smelled like the container of tennis balls? No, I'm not out here huffing tennis ball containers. <laughs> It's like I'm into smells. I'm very, I have a very sensitive nose. I can sniff out a, a fresh tennis ball for sure. Okay. I'm sensitive with smells whenever it comes to perfume. Okay. But I That's love That's also perfume. your industry. So it is. Wait, actually, I have to tell you about this one perfume that I tried recently. Maybe I already have. It is called Atomic Rose. And I don't like floral scents. Okay. To me, they kind of smell a little grandma ish, you know. So like if I'm going to go on a first date or just out on a fun night, I'm going to choose something a little bit more spicy, a little bit more fruity. Some amber. Some amber. This is like straight up rose blended with two other European flowers. You'd never think that you could use the word carnal to describe a fragrance. I don't know that word. Lusty. That word I know. Yes. It's like... You've heard the saying, love at first sight. Mm-hmm. If someone were to smell this, if I wore it on a first date, there's no doubt in my mind that it would be love at first smell and we would be leaving the place immediately. Wait, no, that's a thing though. What is the scent that people give off that people are attracted to? Pheromones. Pheromones. Mm-hmm. That's an actual thing. Ew, did you, you know this trend. I don't believe in it. This is actually fucking gross in my opinion, but I know of people that will literally like use their vagina juice as perfume yes i've heard of that i'm not into that what the fuck have you ever met somebody and you are very attracted to their pheromones i don't know 
there's been one person that I've smelt their pheromones and I was just deeply attracted to. Okay, where to. do you smell the pheromones? Just around them. It was just like their natural scent. Okay, okay. I want to equivalent pheromones as like, yes, a lusty, carnal scent, but also something that's very comforting, like the smell of your own home. Yeah, it was very comforting. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, that's going to be a new thing that I look out for. Look out for it. And if I don't like your natural body scent. See ya. See ya. Not doing it. Not worth my time. No, not worth it. Oh, it is really interesting, though. It's like another thing where perfume smells different on everyone, and it's because mm-hmm. of your pheromones. Yeah, because it's a serious thing. Oh, what is your go-to, like, date night perfume? I have two. Okay, what are I'm they? not as fancy as you. <laughs> I have one that you gave me. It's the replica Mason. Maison Margiela. Mason Margiela. I only have two. I have two of their perfumes. It's the clean linen one that you gave me. Mm-hmm. That's very like light, clean, whatever. Very scent. much a summer perfume. Yeah. And then that's like my fresh perfume. And my other one is called the Jazz Club, which oh. is like, it's actually, didn't realize it's actually a male fragrance. But I bought it just loving it, not knowing it was male fragrance. And I love it, though. Yeah. It's very musky. has definitely has some vanilla, some amber in it. A little little cigar. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's That's like what I wear every day. One of my all-time favorites. It's from Ellis Brooklyn. And if you've never heard of this perfume brand, brand, it's relatively new. But they slay the game every single time. This scent is called Bee. And every time I smell it, it's like warm honey dripping down my skin it is that sounds very sexualized i mean it's such a sexy perfume i've never smelled anything like it before it's honey mixed with can you chocolate. wear it next week yeah i'll wear it tell me if if you're turned on by smelling my neck i don't fucking know <laughs> okay i'll see i'll see it's honey mixed with a little bit of chocolate and warm vanilla and caramel the like, way you're talking about it right now is like so sultry it, i don't know <laughs> oh just like anytime i put it on i'm like yes i'm a bad bitch and it's strong like it lasts for a while okay. i immediately put it on and i'm like oh i am a sexy goddess don't matter what i get into tonight i am the queen bee of the you're room. feeling good in your own skin yes and that's how perfume should make you feel yeah i agree this week you're going to jamaica yeah i'm going away with gabby she got a great trip through work she doesn't have a boyfriend so i'm going with her so i'll have and i'm also hoping this is like a network experience for me too so do you want to get into that industry potentially okay i mean she makes a shitload of money they give her a car she makes her own schedule sounds pretty fucking great to me yeah yeah so i'm actually we're going to dinner with her ceo on like friday night so gabby's like literally Get ready to schmooze. I'm like, oh, I'm ready. I'm the queen of schmooze. I will, I will sell myself perfectly. But yeah, so we'll have to catch up about that. You're going the ski trip. We'll hear about that too. Yes, it's a really short trip. We're going up to Stowe, Vermont, which is a five-hour drive. Uh, I really don't like car trips, but we're leaving very early on Friday morning. Um, I'm not actually skiing. I opted in to be the house mom just because I'm not the best skier and I kind of want to take a chill. So I'm just going to make everyone dinner for whenever they come back from the slopes. You're cute. And be a little après. Cute. You know? I love that. So quick little trip. I'm excited for it. And March, next time I see you, March is already going to be halfway over. What the hell? And then we'll have to discuss. Maybe you'll make more decisions for your birthday by then. Yeah. that That's exactly... Uh, that's what i'll do while everyone else is skiing okay good finalize all of that and let's just hope that i can get through this week because i do need to go to sleep soon okay but we'll we'll end it here then we'll end it here wow 
Ah, this is such a refreshing way to come back in the city. There's no place I'd rather be than discussing good You're trouble with you. You're having such a productive evening. I am, surprisingly. You know, usually whenever I come home from a flight, I'm like, get me on the fucking couch. I just want to eat a pizza, watch some TV, and go to bed. But I think I'm going to be ambitious and go to the gym at 6 a.m. tomorrow, too. Yep, I will not be doing that. Mary, I love you. Go go, go home and get rest. And um, it, you can it, call it, me after. Give me a wake-up call. It's the post-sex energy. What can I say? <laughs> okay. Well, I hope that you enjoyed. I want to hear your good trouble stories. Good trouble, NYC. Get into it. Message us on Instagram and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. See ya.